0: Today, we are lucky enough to have the queen, the queen of reality TV, Kay Casey. She is joining us on the pod
1: of Bachelors in the City. And this is a very, I mean, this is a great time for Kay Casey. She just finished her 400th episode in Podcast Nation. That's insane. 400. That's
0: thats pretty remarkable. we uh, We definitely both look up to Kate. We've uh, had the opportunity to have her on the pod, go on her pod in the past. And uh, yeah, just huge congratulations to her. But to obviously, guys, you guys all know her. You all love her. And we're going to sit down and have a great conversation. Uh, just She speaks the truth. Speaking her truth, talking everything. And we mean everything Bachelor-related, Paradise-related, upcoming, Michelle Bachelorette-related, down memory, Lane-related. We talk it all and more. We talk it all. So honestly... I think we just need to get into it right now, Dusty. And uh, let's, go. let's bring on Miss Kate Casey. All right. We have the queen of reality TV recaps and dirt digging. She is with us today. <laughs> Kate Casey, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen.
2: How are you guys? You look very fresh faced. I feel like you've been on a million trips. Uh, Peter, are you running the airline corporation yet, or what?
0: <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. One day. Uh, we have been. We've actually been on the go, very, very nonstop. We
1: it's just this last week. Yeah, we were in Belize. And then uh, September has been September has been a wild month. I'll say that. I'm
2: definitely living vicariously through you. Peter, let me ask you this. When you walk through the airport with your suitcase and your pilot's uniform on, do women just fall over? Do they (laughs) scream? Does anybody weep? Do you hear animalistic yelps in the night? (laughs)
1: Uh, it, it always
0: is. Uh, it's yeah. It's interesting to go through. You never know what's coming. Um it's every like day. all the boat. All of the boat. So, honestly, for me, the funniest part is usually every time I fly, you know, or not usually every time I fly, I fly with a captain, right? And that captain is usually like in his like fifties, roughly like that's the age range has no idea about like the show or anything. And I don't say anything like that's just not my personality. I'm not going to talk. If, if no one said anything to me about it, I wouldn't say a word. And, So we'll go and it'll maybe be like the first, usually like the second day. And like if a flight attendant comes up or something and like is like making like an obvious, like he'll like start to question like, why, why are they, why are they asking for that? Or like, why are they up here so much? And then we'll walk through like the terminal and like this happened recently. We were in Denver and this girl came up and asked for a picture. And the, I, the look on the captain's face was absolutely priceless. He just had no idea why in the world this random girl was asking for something. Um, and so that's, that's where I get my, my laugh from is just seeing the captain slowly realize it and be told that over the course of like a three or four day trip.
2: Now the movie Catch Me If You Can, I'm sure you've seen it before.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's Do my favorite. You
2: watch that and laugh, considering how much it has changed since then. Like there's no way in hell anybody's gonna get on a plane and fake it. Right. Oh my They're God. gonna be like security post nine eleven, like we can rest assured that if someone's flying the plane, they know what they're doing,
0: correct? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Fra- okay, Frank good. Abagnale, okay. that guy was one of the most, or is one of the most interesting people ever. I, that is one of my favorite movies in that scene where he's in the cockpit taking off for the first time and he wants to like throw up because like it's quite yeah. the scene when you're accelerating like 150 knots about to take off. But yeah, that could, that could never happen um, in today's age, luckily for us, so.
2: Well, that's who you need to track down for your next We episode. need to get him, oh, wow. Frank.
0: Wow. What an idea. That would be cool. I'd love to pick his brain.
2: Yeah. Very interesting. All right. Well, I've been watching the season of Bachelor in Paradise. Do you.
0: Okay. No no, 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 for, Every first, single first, first. one excited Bef- or. Kate, before we get to that, we have to give you a huge congratulations on 400 oh, thank you. episodes. 400. Thank you.
2: Yeah. That's amazing. Can you believe it?
0: Icon there right here. Here's the 400 more. But so, we're so happy for you. That's awesome.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah,
1: that's oh, very awesome. That. Give, make sure you give us some advice so we can follow in your footsteps. We, need, we need- Do you know
2: I did an episode the week I gave birth to my daughter, Caroline? No shit. Wow,
0: that is commitment. Mm-hmm.
2: Did, not miss, did not miss a beat. Yeah.
0: That's, that's mm-hmm. true commitment. That's what it takes, I guess, to get to 400 episodes. But damn, the queen, Ooh. the true queen.
2: Thank you. I appreciate that.
0: All right. As you were saying, sorry to interrupt you there, but we had to throw that out there.
2: No, I was just wondering if you watch every single episode of Bachelor in Paradise. or it, For you guys, is there an element to it of like, I need to take a break for just a second or are you running back to the DVR to watch it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> this was actually my first first season watching the full, full Paradise. Um, I'd never done that before. I I enjoyed it. I seen, I've seen a lot of people, they say like, you know that this is their favorite show out of like the three types of shows this is their favorite one definitely very different very unique i i kind of look at it like logistically or kind of put i always try to put myself in the situations and you know obviously this is the one that we've never Dustin and i have never been through or kind of experienced this paradise that whole world but i enjoyed it and i and i think it's it's actually a lot more realistic for people to find love and for it to work on this type of show that the format
2: Yeah, I probably, but I have a really important question and I don't think it's ever been asked by anybody in the vortex of vaccination. It's an important one. Do you think that the contestants, and I mean the male contestants, get bro talks before they go and film? Clearly women do, girls, or the the women contestants, but do... Do you think that the men of Baxter Nation get Brotox? I don't think
0: it's just Brotox. I think literally everybody is talking now and
1: intertwined, no? Who seems like they have Botox, though? I'm curious. Oh, Botox? Botox, you said, right?
2: Brotox is (laughs) Botox for men. Brotox, yes.
0: Oh, Oh, I thought you were like Brotox, like talking it up with your bros. No, no,
2: I'm talking injectables. Wow
0: was way off to there. Get
2: rid of wrinkles. Do you think they go in? They are getting facials, they're dropping pounds, they're doing some protein powders. But are they getting injectables?
1: I would say there's for sure probably some anti aging probably testosterone being taken, I would say. Okay. But for Botox, I don't know. I don't I don't know. Who do you think you ever got Botox, Dusty? I haven't. I actually I accept my wrinkles. I I think I think aging is a beautiful thing. We all have to go through it. And I don't know. I keep my grays and my wrinkles. But I- but is
2: there, a pr- is there a pressure for the men of Bachelor Nation to look young and fresh-faced? Yeah. Because uh, I, I know that it exists for the women. So does it exist for the male contestants?
0: I can honestly say, I don't know the answer to that. Um, I've never talked to any of the guys about getting Botox. Um, The only time I've ever gotten Botox is when I was getting, you know, some treatment on my scar to keep my forehead from moving while I was healing. But other than that, I have no other experience. I think the biggest thing is just, is your body is, you know, every, especially going to the beach where you're shirtless the entire time. I remember I just, I've never had that build, like where I've been shredded or like super built, like 99.9% of the guys on the show. And I remember just being in, in the house on The Bachelorette. I'm like, oh boy, like I just not quite the same uh, echelon there of, <laughs> of, of, got, of bodies. So I think that's like, in my opinion, would be the biggest pressure. I'd have to work out like crazy to even look anything as good as the guys on there. But
2: Do they give you pressure behind the scenes of the shows? Like you guys need to lose weight. You have to like, is there any pressure that the male contestants or leads face? about looking good. And I ask that because I know, again, that 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 is a very real thing for the female contestants.
1: But I think you want to always, I mean, I think they know. I mean, anyone that's going to be on TV, they want to look their best, right? And I think whenever you come around, you know you're going to be around other attractive guys that are going to be in shape. I think you have that pressure, but I don't know if there's necessarily pressure from the producers to look. Oh, there is. Like, I, so I, there is. Oh, was there? Oh, I, my bad. I got
0: like about a month and a half before I did The Bachelor. I had my producers, they called up all like the gyms in the area. They found me a train. they're like, you need to beef this guy up now. You need to put some muscle on this guy. It, I mean, I wouldn't say like I, I beefed up like crazy. I got in the best shape I've ever been in in my life. But definitely, I mean, there's a pressure. You can't go on like, you know, being soft or, you know, I'll, I'll, you, no, you just can't. That's, there's definitely a pressure there. But I kind of understand it, right? It wouldn't, like you just said, anyone going on national television, you're going to want to look your best. That's just kind of human nature with that kind of pressure.
2: And when they, when you were the lead and they brought you clothes, were you ever like, I am not wearing that?
0: No, I was so Carrie. Carrie Fetman, our stylist. He, I trusted him with my life. With you know, clothes wise, I just seeing previous seasons. I liked what he had done with you know previous leads or whatnot. So whatever he said looked good on me. I was like, hey, I'm not going to fight you on. The only thing I fought for was my opening night, I wanted to have a tux and they didn't want me to wear the bow tie. They were very against me. I'm like, no, I want the bow tie. Like, I don't want to just wear a tie. Like, I feel like if you go tuxedo, that's not like full James. Like I want the James Bond look. Right. And oh, interesting. I had to like fight. That was the only thing I ever fought for. And I, and, and I got it, which was awesome. But other than that, I was like, hey, Carrie, dress me, whatever you think looks good. I'll do it.
2: And the last question about this is, did any contestant while you were the lead And Dustin, when you were a contestant, when you were watching the lead, were you ever like, it's a little ice capades for me when you were looking at what they wear? Like, eh, not something that I probably would be into if that was my actual girlfriend.
1: What do you think, Dusty? I don't think there was any—you go first, Pete. So (laughs)
0: I—I'm horrible at this. And any girls that are listening to this are probably going to hate me for this. But I'm just being honest. Like, you have to be honest. I've never been a fan of these baggy jeans and this whole like um new the mom jean yes yeah the new jean whatever uh, nope. thing that took off recently and boy, like they're super baggy and like oversized never been a fan and like the girls didn't know it but like anytime we do a group date if they were wearing it like I just couldn't help I was just like my eye just didn't quite go there anymore I was just like I wasn't I wasn't into it and yeah. people are into what they're into and that was like the one outfit that like I just have never think I just have never been attracted to Now, granted, obviously, the personalities obviously took over if if there was actually a connection there. But to answer your question, I would say that was the one piece of clothing where I was like, eh, not really feeling it.
1: I don't know about for me. I think I wasn't really into the beauty pageant thing. Like I was 30-something years old. I felt like it was a little odd. Um, Very. Yeah. um, Other than that, everything was cool. But yeah, not into the beauty pageant.
2: But they make it seem like you would be into it like yeah. there she is with her sparkly dress that we're never going to wear anywhere Are you, okay.
0: you're talking about like i guess the first night huh
2: yeah like the cock the over the top they look like they're contestants in a in a atlantic city pageant oh i see yeah okay not necessarily something that like a woman walks in the door in one of those dresses and you're like wow i got to date her
0: yeah I don't know. I, I, I wish, you know what I wish they would do more on the show is like, I've always said my favorite, like my most attractive look, what I'm most attracted to on a woman is just like very not done up, very just no makeup, sweatpants yeah. and a t-shirt. I'd love to do like more dates like that. And just like showing up at the, at the mansion or whatnot and surprising them and having to be dressed like that, not necessarily dressed up. I think for me, I think that'd be cool, but maybe I'm in the minority.
2: Interesting. Okay. Well, I'm done interrogating you. Sorry.
0: All, right. <laughs> all good. All right. All good. So, so, Paradise. Paradise season is over. Do you think having a year off in Paradise helped or hurt the quality of this season?
2: Okay. It hurt a little bit because you forget about people. So, when, the, when it started, you were like, wait, who's that person and why are they important? And also, it gave too much time for all of them to know each other and to make out. Because we're we're not idiots. We know that they all talk on social media and that they get together. I think it gave too much time for people to have too much of a backstory. So I'm going to go with two, yes, it hurt it, for sure.
0: You, so you don't like that there were so many backstories coming into the show?
2: Yeah. Okay. I, I want to have the experience of watching people never having known each other meet on at a resort that is probably one and a one and a half stars rated on the orbits. <laughs> I want to see them fall deeply in love. I don't want to find out that there's all of this passive-aggressive stuff going on because there were DMs and then someone showed up at this event in Nashville and they may have hooked up or there was like a Coachella thing. Like, yeah, but- I want people who have never known each other. I don't know if that's possible, but the longer you go in between seasons, that's probably not going to happen because I feel like Once you go on to one of these shows, you're sucked into the Bachelor Nation vortex and you only are friends with one another because you want social capital. So it's like, I could hang out with Jed, who I knew before the show, but they only have like 400 Instagram followers. So it's actually more important for me to hang out with Jed from season 12 because he knows Mary, who just got off the last Bachelor season, and she's getting a lot of real sweet deals. So you think it's all strategic?
1: Hmm. But Unless, but... Yes. To, to your point, there is a way they could stop that. Unless I don't think they, so. I, I don't.
2: There's no way they can, just okay. If they, they okay. can stop Okay, okay.
1: Listen to my idea. Listen, listen. If they integrated other countries of Bachelor Nation... How often do you they, would they, see people Well, and, they've
2: tried that. They've tried that. But and, if you but did the, to a
1: full like it's like it's a total mix. Like you're not just gonna have a few. You're gonna like everyone's doesn't know each other, everyone's from a different country.
2: They've tried it. We've we've watched it before and it doesn't work out because the people return to Bulgaria and you know they'll never see each other again. So it's, it's not kind realistic. Of a, it's kind of like a buzzkill.
1: You
0: kind of saw that even with, yeah, Ed and McKenna, that was like the point she was thrown and they're just across the, you know, same continent here, just across the border and, and that was too much yeah. of an issue.
1: But she wasn't into him if they were into each other. She, nah. I, I don't think so. I see, yeah.
0: I, I think even though, say, okay, say we do that, you you find out you're cast on Bachelor in, you know, Australia or whatever, Paradise there. You're going to be sliding into those people's DMs before you go out there. You're going to do your research. I so. say you
1: don't tell you don't tell them no one knows this is gonna happen. You just kind of do it okay, and then you have everyone on a an island somewhere where they don't know each other they're from different countries. I don't know that was just my idea. You guys are probably right. It's probably never going to be able to happen again but at least we do get a <laughs> lot Kate, of good, we're right at least we're we right. do get a lot of good juicy stories that you know unveil um anyways, other than that <laughs> um who was your favorite or who do you who did you think was the best celebrity guest?
2: Oh, David Spade!
0: Ding, ding, ding! Ding, ding, That was the only correct answer.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean he's. I mean, I wish that he didn't just. Question about it wasn't
0: so short. You know, it was a lot longer, or the whole whole season. You know.
2: So when I was interviewing Wells, he said that the contestants didn't know who he was. Most of them didn't know who he was, which I found to be very depressing.
0: Who David Spade was? What?
2: Yeah, they had no idea who he was.
0: Dave Chappelle, right? That's right. Tammy was a little confused. I I remember that. Wait, so that was the reason, were they planning on having him for the majority of the season and then they realized uh, this is not going to work?
2: I don't think that. He was just surprised that, I mean, because Wells is 37. So he said, I was just shocked that many of them had no idea. Wow. They knew knew he was an animated voice in some movie, but they didn't know
1: him from
2: anything. Yeah. He's I was ed- like, that's crazy. I mean, for me, that was like, I kind of wrote off all the contestants one once I heard that. I'm like, if you don't know David Spade, we've got some issues.
1: He's an OG. I will say, besides him, I was kind of impressed with uh, Little John's hosting skills. I didn't <laughs> know where that was actually going to go, but Little John looks like he could be okay as a host. I don't know about a Bachelor Nation host, but.
2: I do like to find out that someone's a fan from a different in like part of the industry that you would never know. Like let's say if we knew that somebody who was like on the food network loves every episode. I mean, like that kind of I I like that
0: kind of The little to crossovers it. there.
2: Little crossovers. I enjoyed that.
0: Yeah. Now I uh I could see that real quick just little little tangent here. How are we feeling about uh, Jesse Palmer taking over the duties for good? So
2: Jesse Palmer had one of my favorite seasons and this is why. And I think I mentioned it to you before and I loved it for this reason because he had a mole as a contestant that season. His best friend's wife pretended to be a contestant and lived in the mansion with the girls and then would give him feedback.
0: Wait, what? I didn't know that.
2: Oh yeah. However, there was a period of time where I thought maybe she's secretly in love with him because she was taking it so personal. Flash forward, this is a true story. The girl that won Jesse Palmer's season is a mom at the preschool where my daughter goes. And I talk to her all the time. Um, I said to her, I kind of feel like the mole was in love with him. And she said, no, she's happily married, I swear. However, I do feel like I have a gift that I can see through the TV and really know what's going on. And it was just the way that she was too... Let's say your best friend's married, okay? Or let's say I'm living in the bachelor mansion and Peter, you're the, the lead. And when I come to you and I'm delivering information on what's really happening behind the scenes and you're getting the feeling that I'm getting a little bit too upset about it all wouldn't you be like is this really about them or is it about me are you secretly in love with me do you know what I mean I got that feeling I was like
0: Jesse was catching on to it
2: Uh, no I felt like his best friend's wife was secretly in love with Jesse
0: right but was Jesse catching on to it though picking up those vibes
1: I gotta watch this episode I gotta watch this
2: know if he was. Okay,
0: I, I haven't seen that season. I, I but need to watch Jessica,
2: that. Jessica, who won that season and was briefly engaged to him, said, no, 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 I swear it was all on the up and up, but I disagree with her. But, you know, to your point, they never did it again. So maybe they were like, okay, this got too weird. But oh, I thought it was a like really term. good move. They should bring that back. They
0: should. That was my question because I'm like, I remember... So many guys thought that on Hannah's season that Luke was a mole and kept hearing mole, mole. And I had, I had, so I hadn't seen Jesse's season. That's, I didn't know that was a thing. That's where
2: it comes from. So that that's was, where it comes from. that
0: makes sense yeah. now. That actually has happened before. I was like, guys, come on. They're never going to do How do that.
2: I know more about being the lead than you do? Ay,
0: yeah yeah. Well, <laughs> you saw how good I did at it. So that's, how, <laughs> I think that explains some things. Um, that's pretty
1: good. Let's go down the, Oh yeah, moving on. Let's go down the list of the craziest shit that happened this season, and just get your okay. perspective on things. The
2: when Riley and Marissa were doing she, uh, whipped cream, I was like,
1: mm, uh, a little bit
2: much. That was a that was a bit much. You
1: wait, can um, I ask you a question? Yeah, you never sucked toes before. <laughs> I would never do that. Would you have your sauce tucked? I mean, sucked.
2: Never. That's just like so
0: vile. <laughs> Dustin's got this weird fetish. That I'm sorry. I know. That I'm is just so curious gross. about it. I'm not a
1: f- fetish person. I'm just curious. And
2: would you want that filmed if you were to partake in that? If
1: I would ever do it, hail to the no. That's going That's got to go to my grave.
2: But we're as we know it. They're this couple's still together, right?
1: Yeah, they love. Well, yeah, they're sucking toes. you oh. If you're sucking toes on national because television, you're a freak, and you're oh, in love, which is always good for love. And yeah, you're in love. Like you're staying together for a long time
2: until they're like married twenty years, and then they're like, I can't believe we did that on TV. <laughs> Wells did say that it was wild to be in their vicinity because they were basically boning all the, the entire t- duration of filming
1: that. Like,
0: yeah. True honeymoon. Phase. Like, it
2: was, it was like borderline voyeuristic. Where you're like, I don't know if I should be around this because it's like take it to a room. You know what I mean?
1: Well, at least I mean it's probably why they were so calm at most stages. They were just at peace and relaxed, and maybe some maybe. other people weren't. They needed to bone a little bit to fix the relationship. Who knows?
2: Good point.
0: Yeah. Good point. I, I, uh, do you feel like, I feel like they are, I've said they're the, they're the couple with the best chance to make it, get married and have a successful relationship after the show. Would you, would you agree with that?
2: They seem to have the most chemistry. Yeah. Sure. I don't know if Joe and Serena, while both seem to be lovely people, they don't strike me as people that ultimately will end up together. Cause in of the a age. Year. I, the age, the location difference, like there's so many hurdles that they're facing. And I I kind of got like, a, he's like an older, like, like, like a dad vibe from him. She just seems in a different place in her life. And I didn't see like any magnetic chemistry between them. Okay. I felt like he was more excited when Kendall showed up than he was in the moments with,
1: Interesting.
2: I mean, but maybe it was edited to look that way yeah but I didn't I didn't really see it oh, okay. okay she didn't seem to be like totally into him either
0: yeah I we were talking I think with I mean they're cute together right they look good together it was it was a fun little story but them and then Mari and I think Mari and um and Kenny have a better chance but dude, I, I think it's just with the age they just seem like
2: there's no way Mario and Kenny will
0: just go the distance.
2: There's just no way. And also he's a boy band manager. Like what does that mean? What what what's going on?
1: What's what's happening here? It
0: pre, it's no. Pretty cool, actually. I went to I went to one of his concerts it, in I Chicago. Went to, went to. He just he manages did?
1: a he manages a tribute boy band.
0: They they do a great Backstreet Boys impersonation. It won me over. It was amazing.
1: It was pretty okay. cool. Remember when we gave our Emmy,
0: our our uh what was our Emmy um acceptance speech to Kate Casey? Oh yeah, oh, oh, yes. Yes. We're in yeah, yeah. I yeah. just brought me back we were out in Tulum <laughs> for that I
1: remember that uh, that was good
2: that was when that was when I was worried you had
1: alcohol poisoning I probably did I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I did for that sure that was a rough trip for Dusty <laughs> oh dear go down this uh, list real quick okay queen victoria or the goddess victoria what did you think about her
2: pass i just not interesting
1: enough for television do we see nope. her on any more seasons or is she retired no, no. she's retired okay she done all right Tajwan and trey's uncle any chance uh, Tajwan is
2: absolutely hilarious she's great television she is fun. i feel like she's got a good afterlife in another show i'm not sure what sure what that show is mtv yet. or something Something, yeah, like are you the one? You know what? She'd be good on the challenge, although she doesn't seem athletic, but she's got that personality for that that kind of show.
0: Yeah, okay. I agree. Do you think, uh, are you pissed that Kenny's junk got more screen time than Dustin on the badge threat?
2: <laughs> yeah, a, li- a little bit, a little bit too much.
1: <laughs> it must have been some good junk.
2: <laughs> All right. <laughs> another weird thing, another weird thing, and I told this to my husband last night is that Wells told me that Kenny is so good looking. He, and Wells is obviously a straight guy. And he said, I, I've i never said anything like that before. But because I said he's 40, it just seemed like a little bit weird because you've got like 25 year old women there. And he said, I'm telling you, there's something about Kenny. He's really attractive. I don't see it. I don't get it. I don't oh, know
1: He's, he's a, nice. a good looking dude. It's, it's insane how he keeps his body too. He doesn't really drink, he's really disciplined on what he puts in his body. He's not like, very strict, really, like,
0: inspiring, honestly.
1: He's very disciplined. He's very calm nature. Like you never really saw him on the show get like worked up ever, you know? He's always kind of seem very chill. Very
0: and, composed. Um, but yeah. again, that comes probably with maturity too. Being 40, he's got some good experience, you know?
1: He must have some hey, good babe. junk too. Who knows? All right. Um, okay. Go ahead, Pete. Over under,
0: how many times, more times, do we see Connor the Singing Cat appear on this franchise? Never again. What? No, Be, no,
1: we will. I hope we don't. But I hope we I think, don't, but we will. I think we will. He, he, that guy was annoying.
2: I have to say, I don't think anybody was that great this season. Really? I miss the days of Jordan, who he, I thought he was so funny. The, the model great funny. comebacks. Yeah, yeah, he was great. He was a great. Team. I
0: remember his suit. Yeah, he had that like matching paradise suit right yeah yeah
2: he was ridiculous yeah he and he would bring it he knew his assignment and he brought it i felt like a lot most of the cast was a little bit lackluster
1: yeah i will say i was not a fan of aaron but i think aaron knew his assignment and aaron executed his assignment he he was annoying and really funny aaron won dustin over too because
0: dustin wouldn't just last
1: night he won me over so
0: the, the exit was 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 pretty gold honestly yeah that was one of the more entertaining relationships to me him and uh, him and James
2: James James is also listen my my sister has this term it's called a throwaway it's somebody who brings nothing to the table he was a little bit of a throwaway for this season James
1: James hmm. mm, hate to, oh, because sorry, you James.
2: know he's not really into any of these girls you know what I mean he's just like sticking around for the real
1: yeah trying to get those followers up. But, yeah. Which most of them were. All right. What do we think about Mari throwing a cake in the fire?
2: It was not a Best Supporting Actress nominee for reality television awards that don't exist. It was an admirable attempt for screen time, but it just wasn't enough. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And you know who I think recovered that scene most? Riley is fucking hilarious he was so disappointed riley's I, good tv riley's,
2: riley's good great TV. tv riley's
1: good tv Oh, TV. for so many reasons yeah
2: he's gotta he's he he could make it on another network maybe like a food network i could see him doing something for food network
1: okay i could see maybe on netflix too
0: the most i think one of the most talked about things about this season curious to hear your thoughts brendan and piper
2: Brendan and Piper made a grave mistake, and that was admitting on television that you had a previous relationship. i They all do. I think they should have never admitted it. They should have just stayed the course, did, done an eyeball to eyeball at the beginning, like, let's pretend that this never happened and let's, you know, make the most of our time here they admitted it and now well, you think there's any change the trajectory of the show because now everyone is expecting them to have all they, they, they made, you know what it is? They hung a light on it. When you hang a light on it, now it changes the dynamics of the show. And now everyone is suspected of having a relationship off camera. Mm.
0: Do you, do you really not think that? And I, I really don't know, but you don't think that any of the couples that ended up together secretly met before.
2: I bet you Serena and Joe DM'd, but I don't think they met. Okay. Because she's Canadian and he lives in Chicago and maybe sometimes LA. Right. I,
0: I I just feel like it's impossible though. There's no way Brandon and Piper could have kept that a secret just because I remember when they were out in New York, like pictures were taken, like they were seen together. They kind of had to, if they agreed to go on Paradise, they had to like know that that was going to come out. I just... The biggest thing for me was I couldn't, you know, we've talked and talked about it. It was them discussing the whole Instagram thing and the followers thing. I was like,
2: oh, well, to say the least, but I feel like everybody on your show does talk about it. They, So I interviewed an editor of The Bachelor one time and he told me it was the one of the worst jobs because most of the conversations at The Bachelor mansion of the girls is about like lip gloss. It's mm. not really interesting I do think that they spend a lot of time talking about Instagram followers and they edit it all out because it's no audience member wants to listen to two incredibly boring people talk about how they're going to use this opportunity to get deals to sell diarrhea tea, you know? Right. So they have to edit it all out. I feel like they do talk all about that at Bachelor in Paradise.
1: I will say, I think that was, I think Brendan and Piper were blown up because of Natasha. You think? Yeah what, yeah, what? what's your your take on...
0: Do you, do you think it was too blatantly obvious how much the show is trying to push, you know, the three of them, Joe, Natasha, and, and Becca, because of the connections off the show, you know, with podcasts or whatnot? Because I, I feel like it was.
2: Yeah, I do.
0: Like a little, little too much.
2: A little bit too much. I also... It was hard for me to watch scenes with Becca because I felt like she must be so uncomfortable now being a contestant. How could you go from a lead to then being standing? And I felt bad in the moments where she's standing for the rose ceremony or equivalent where she's standing around a bunch of girls who are like at this point, six years younger than her. Right. Right. It just, it looked like she felt so defeated. And I think that's why she couldn't get emotional at the end with Thomas. I think she just was like, Oh my God, why am I here? I mean, she probably made a good little check from it, and probably boosted, you know, the podcast downloads. But in the end, was that her finest moment? Probably not.
0: Yeah, that must have must have been tough. I, I mean, I was, I almost did exactly what Becca did. I was legit considering it, but obviously ended up not going that way. But but
2: wouldn't that be weird? Like, do, do you know what I'm saying? Extremely like, weird. Do, do, don't you think that she would feel weird standing with a bunch of girls once after you've been the lead? Yeah. No. She must've been like, I'm probably too good for this.
0: Yeah, I could definitely, I I agree with you. Like with the, I feel like she wasn't capable of really almost like buying in, if you will, or or being super present in it because of whatever exterior circumstances or, you know, things stuck in her mind. Um, Like with Thomas, yeah, like she, you could tell she, she couldn't match him. She couldn't get there emotionally with him. Like it just wasn't necessarily possible. And yeah, you're probably right. It's just very odd situation or position for her to be in.
2: Yeah, I yes, and I, I I feel like a lot of these reality shows just happened on Vanderpump Rules the other night where the fourth wall about podcasts is it's like there has to be some sort of acknowledgement that there's this podcast world that exists yeah but all, they all of these reality shows don't know how to finesse it so I think that was their attempt of pushing the podcast but it was definitely
1: a little uncomfortable. I agree. I rest my case, guys. I've been saying it the whole. The whole year <laughs> makes me feel good. Thank you, K. Casey, um, you Chris and Elena.
2: Chris and Elena,
0: first couple to be voted off the island.
2: I mean, I don't even remember who they are. So <laughs> there you go. There we I, go.
0: Next, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> the girl, the girl, the blonde. Is her name Anna, Anna. or Hannah? Anna
0: came in. Anna. Yeah, late. Yeah.
2: Anna was so pretty. Yeah. Why did none of those guys wanted to date her? Well, like, what is wrong with them?
0: That's yeah. She was the one that James was was kind of with, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. But then she's like crying when she leaves. Like, I just came here to love, find love, and I can't believe it. I'm like, I I can believe it because they're ding dongs. Like, why why did they not fall in love with her?
0: I don't know. I think maybe she had some drama associated with her from what from that season, right? Yeah, she
1: was a mean girl, super mean. Oh yeah, maybe. could have been. She called. She shamed some girl for being a a um, sex worker or something like that. I don't know. I don't know oh. if she was. I think she was accusing a girl or something. I don't know. of
2: being an escort. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's right. So she went, So she really came back for a redemption season. So what you're saying, without saying it, is that when she cried as she exited into the suburban, she was hoping that people would forget the fact that she called someone an escort.
1: Probably.
0: You're right. Got it, Roger did, that. Okay. Did Thomas uh, redeem himself? Now that you bring up redemption seasons. We well, yeah, we've forgotten about everything else. With the Bachelor.
1: I mean,
2: I guess I just kept thinking he really should be on a soap opera. So I yeah. think that an agent probably watched this and was like, we could work with this, you yeah. know? Okay. He's got a definite afterlife as an actor. Of all of the male contestants, I'm going to say that one has the best chance at a life as a soap opera actor.
1: Wait, 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 wait. So I mean, me and Peter actually have something that's coming up very shortly. It's actually nothing crazy, serious, But for charity, we actually had a role last night where we were actors. And- oh, yeah.
0: You think you think Thomas was a good actor. Wait till you see Dustin Kendrick make his oh, acting wait till you debut. See Peter. Wait Peter, till you see this. Peter
1: reads his lines one time. And he memorized them. Peter's a pro. Peter, no. Peter needs to be an actor. <laughs> I don't know I why swear. you're pumping me up. You're the one Do that
2: you know was killing it, it. Do you know what it is? He has to read so many airplane manuals. And he has to cram for those tests that it's just second. I gotta
0: example. memorize these checklists, man. This is just mm-hmm. like it's second exactly. So no. Mm-hmm. Dustin Dustin uh, kills it, nah, so I think uh, I fuck
1: up. I fuck up so many times. Dustin is the uh, comedic relief <laughs> that we I, all I need. was fucking up like Fifteen times, they were like, "Hey, you're doing good. You're doing great." You're like, "No, no, the fuck, I'm not. I'm fucking up fifteen <laughs> times. What do you mean?" <laughs> we're just
0: trying to make you feel better, bro.
2: <laughs> of all those contestants on Bachelor in Paradise, the male ones, which of the contestants would you can only choose one? You would thought to yourself, "I could hang out with that guy. Like, I'd be friends with them."
0: Doctor Joe, we got Doctor Joe. He lives in New York. Now we're, we're already good well friends already. with Doctor Joe. Oh. Yeah. No, someone that you don't know, Dustin. that's actually a good question. No Joe. We already know, we don't boat Joes.
1: People that I don't know, I would say... Honestly, honestly, I would pick
0: James. I know you You said what you said, but like... Oh,
1: yeah. James would be cool.
0: I, Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we just don't bring anything to the table, Dustin. Is that, that's what we're saying about ourselves. Maybe we don't.
2: And what is what is Joe from Chicago really like? I, I did an event with him for pot, like a podcast event uh, and it was with a, i had to interview a bunch of reality stars mm-hmm. and he just did not seem excitable
1: i think joe it, one thing about joe is i think he i think it takes a minute for him to come out his shell i don't it. think he's okay. not the type of person where he's he, not on he's just i don't yeah i don't think, yeah yeah he's very he's very observant too he's just like kind of to himself Slow. he's observant okay. and then once you get him out his shell he's he's fucking funny and yeah. phenomenal but he's oh, cool. he's always been like that I've had people come up to me so many times and be like what's up with Joe like he's so I'm like he's just maybe he's just not comfortable around everybody Joe just you know?
0: he wasn't made mm-hmm. for reality TV but that's why he's absolutely killed it in reality TV I think that's why people have fallen in love with him like he's in in the beginning maybe just like for whatever reason, yeah, it doesn't just like knock your socks off, but he's just such a real dude, down earth dude, like a genuine guy. He's a great time. I love hanging out with Joe. The more and more time you spend with time, you know, time with him, he, he grows on you. And I think that's, you know, what you've seen happen on the show too with his success.
2: I also read that he was angry, not angry, but bothered by the other contestants because he felt like they didn't take it seriously. I can't, I couldn't see him saying that. But like in his, he's older. He's probably like, listen, you know, I'm not going to like just sit here and stare at the water for two weeks. Like, let's
0: do something with this. But when we had our talk with Joe, when he came out to New York, would you have thought he would have been engaged at the end of this?
2: Mm
1: -hmm. How long was that before filming? That was in March, a long time.
0: So when they were like starting to talk to people about going...
1: Maybe, I mean, you stole his girl one night. So I don't know, man.
2: But when, okay. And also, when that was happening in March, did you get the sense that he was having a hard time getting over Kendall?
1: You know, me and Joe had actually talked a a lot last summer because we were doing, we were both doing like food uh, content and we would chill and talk and we talked about it. And he was just like, I think he really loved Kendall. I think he wanted to be with her. But the fact that she was just unforgiving, not, able to consider moving somewhere it just really turned him off i think that hurt him and i think it did take time he told me like i mean it's not easy getting over someone i think he was legit into her but i think after this time had passed i mean your time's gone mm. right i thought he was moved on
2: does that mean serena's gonna move to chicago to be with him
1: where does she live at she's like canadian oh she's canadian oh yeah she's definitely moving chicago come on now. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's like a big, that's a, that's a bigger move for, to make
1: to for Chicago. Well, there's no way from, that, there's to a, no way that country. Joe,
0: Joe moves to Canada now with everything he's got going on with, you know, Joe's not, his, Joe's his commitments dad. here.
1: And Joe's really a foodie. Like he's a big time foodie. He loves food. He loves, he's got his own pasta sauce. Like he loves food. He loves. Well, why couldn't he
2: move to LA to be with Kendall?
1: He did. He moved there for like a, I think he was there for a whole year. I honestly
2: yeah. Think.
0: When he was doing the dance with the stars.
2: So they broke up because she was unwilling to move to Chicago.
1: Yeah, or, 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 so, or consider it. I don't think he was, from my understanding, I don't he think always he always
2: wanted to end up in Chicago. Is that the whole thing?
1: I think he always wanted to. And they've had conversations, and by no means did she ever want to move to Chicago. I think it's just a dialogue of like having a conversation. Are you open to moving here for me? If I mean does it, I don't think he was putting a gun to her head or anything like this is how it has to be yeah. but for someone to say absolutely not to your hometown area, your city, I think that could be I would have the same issue honestly. I got to be honest with you. I don't really falter for that.
2: No? Because no, I don't because y- you might love someone but that's your life and She's from LA and Chicago is a very cold, dark city. You're away from your friends, your family. Sure, you can build a new community, but- well,
1: Easy, it's not you a dark, l- cold, <laughs> yeah, easy. I'm like, oh on, boy. On. You're gonna no, got you. it's, really it's
2: like, <laughs> it's, Chicago's great for three months of the summer. It's beautiful. It's, it's great. great. We got but great fall. It's too? freaking cold there during the, during does the winter. even you said and you're And if like- you're stuck <laughs> in your apartment for two months in the frigid and you got to go out in a big fat coat, you might love the guy, but you got to live there 365 days of the year.
1: But, I'm not moving to Chicago. But Sorry. But I, I think it's just saying like, just say it's like almost like okay, you take a girl out to dinner and she gives you the pump fake. Like it's kind of nice for paying for the bill. It's kind of nice for someone just to, you know, pump fake it, say they would. You know, I don't know.
2: Well, why is she gonna lie? She's honest. Like, listen, I, I, I think I you're see great, but saying. I don't I don't want to live in an apartment um, where I don't I can't go outside. I can't go for a run. Like I have seasonal disorder. It's gonna make me depressed. And I don't want to live there.
0: They they definitely and they struggled. This is what two years. They struggled with this. They went back and forth. I do think yeah, if they would have been able to agree on one spot, they would Let's have made it. Let's flip
2: the table, Dustin. You meet a girl. She's gorgeous. You're mm-hmm. like, I, I like. I can't believe my luck. She wants you to live in Nova Scotia. You're gonna move to Nova Scotia.
1: Where's Nova Scotia? First of all, <laughs> kind of Canada.
2: It's not. It's not like a thriving metropolis. I
1: would say this.
2: this so is, you're gonna go. No, answer the oh, question. You know what? It's about love. I'll go. I'll live in Madagascar. I'll live in. Um, I would.
1: I would say like, okay, what's the opportunity there? Is it like that much of a great opportunity for you to go there? And I could kind of make things work for a little bit. I could consider maybe living there for a little bit. Maybe not forever. Yeah,
0: not a little bit though. The whole thing was they were doing it for yes. a little bit. We're talking about long-term. We're talking about you. you guys settle down, you get married, you have kids, you raise a family. This is long. That's
2: going to be your new hometown for the rest of your I life. I think
1: we need to have Joe on the show to have him answer this question. I don't know. I don't know. Because
2: I'm telling you as a married person, you guys are not there yet. The the, the 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 shine comes off at some point where the things that you like you have to look in things at the long term, right? So it, the romance is hot in the beginning, but you know over time you really have to make things work. Yeah, like, listen, if your dad Peter had said we have to live in um, Albuquerque. Yeah, your mom would go and be happy the first two years. But after six years, she'd be like, I gotta be honest with you. I fucking hate Albuquerque. Can we leave? (laughs) And he's like, yeah, but I'm working for the factory and that the factory's here. And then I'm going to have to find a whole other job. Then it causes marital problems because she's not happy there. But I, I think that's I, a conversation that. to
1: bring up, right? When you're, and by the way, there. I have
2: nothing against. I have nothing against Albuquerque. I'm just throwing, <laughs> and or Nova Scotia or Chicago.
1: <laughs> I know the Chicago one kind of hit me kind of hard. <laughs> <A> little butter. <laughs> I'm
0: not. I'm not going to live somewhere cold. I'm not going to do it. I think I see what you saying. I agree with you. You're a valid case. You presented a valid case.
1: Yeah, I guess.
0: Yeah, and, and honestly, <laughs> listen. I think that's it. It takes a certain level of maturity, like you know. Being in that that early that romance phase and the honeymoon phase, and being able to still like you not you're not out of that yet, and being able to still realize for your future like shoot this is a big life decision we need to make right now while we're still feeling all these strong feelings. You know, props to them for realizing that they just got to go their separate ways. But
2: yeah, you're never, you're not always going to be on the platform on the Bachelor getting a Neil Lane diamond. At some point, you got to go to Ikea, buy a, a desk you have to put together and pay the bills. Yeah. I fucking
1: love Ikea.
0: I hear you. I love Ikea too. But I just, I think that, that, uh I think the whole thing with Kendall coming back, I think they brought her back a couple too many, too many times. And I didn't like what they did to yeah, Joe I agree. at the end. I, I was saying on our last episode, I'm like, it brought me right back to the end of my season. Like when they throw that last curveball on you and they can't just let you just ride off, you know, on the sunset after having a, tough time like just let you go and they didn't let Joe just have his day to himself and regardless if Joe is completely over her or not it's still going to be in his head it's not it should be just about Serena not anything to do with Kendall and they kind of like took a little bit from him in my opinion yeah I agree Um, all right well that's paradise three engaged couples two dating couples out of paradise record I think we kind of already went over this but predictions for who gets married first if anyone I'm
2: gonna say none of them get married
0: there you have it. Okay, Casey.
1: Yeah, I, super, I, I, uh, I might I might agree with that too.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna say, I'm gonna go and say Riley and Marissa are, are the only couple, followed by Becca and Thomas, are gonna date for a long time and get really serious. Don't know if it if it uh ends in a marriage. But
2: how about when I interviewed Blake? And Blake said he was talking to Becca in the weeks before she left, and they were I'm like, listen, you almost got engaged to her at one point. Like, is the romance still there? If she walked into your town, would you be like, let's make this happen? Yeah. And he said, we were talking, but it hinged on her going on the show. Like, obviously, if she went on the show, it wouldn't work. I asked why. And he said, because she's so tied into the show. And he said, the show hates me and that her whole life is the show. with the podcast and other stuff, so it would never work out.
0: Interesting. So if she didn't go on the show, they could have made it work. Correct. Mom.
2: And I was bummed because I thought, oh, I mean, you obviously had feelings if you were the runner up. you sure. know? Oh,
0: of course. Yeah, I remember so that. Yeah. You, but
2: that, then you know what happened? So it got some play in the press. And then Joe played it back on their podcast. But they were kind of dismissive of me. they were like, well, he went on some podcast. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. Like, come on. Come on.
0: 400 episodes isn't just some podcast.
2: And then they asked Becca and Becca was like, that's ridiculous. We never, and then Blake's feelings were hurt. And I just thought, I just asked a question. Why am I being pulled into this?
0: Yeah. And I remember hearing, hearing them, they're, they're meeting up and whatnot, but hey, everything happens for a reason. So
2: is there one, one contestant in your season? You had a bunch of girls. There's there's not one where you're like, you know, if maybe she lived in New York, go on a date with her and see if we could make it happen.
0: Legitimately could say I have not thought about that given that any thought. um, uh, I don't, I, I don't think, no, I don't think, I think, listen, I, I would have found, I think something would have come from if there was legit a connection with a girl that I was feeling Um, what I, what I will say, like I saw Natasha, I saw, I got to see Natasha like last week. She was out in New York. We, we saw the concert and just, it was cool to catch up and and chat and, you know, wish her well with everything. And, but no, I don't. I that that ship's all sailed for me. I would say.
2: Got it. Okay. Well, I tried. Sorry, girls.
0: <laughs> all right, we're off. We're done with Paradise on a Michelle season. Should be good.
2: You know what? I got to tell you, I thought that was going to be a real snooze fest, and then they put the trailer out, and I went, I think I might be into it.
0: Yeah, I'm feeling it as well. I'm curious. She's to see.
2: probably one of the pretty prettiest bachelorettes.
0: Yeah. No, she's definitely In the show's history. De- definitely gorgeous. Uh, yeah. I'm excited to get to know her more. She just seems like an all-around great person. So I hope they she seems don't do her normal.
2: dirty. D- does that make sense? She seems like normal. Maybe because I know she's a teacher, but she doesn't seem like she's going to have this gigantic ego after that. I mean, great. Well, I'm sure we'll all see it play out, but
1: I have a ho- I have hope for her. She seems like she's got her shit together. You know, she's not a TikTok yes. celebrity. She's not Thank a social God. media uh, uh been on reality tv show before she's a teacher yeah. that's got her shit together that knows what she wants and i mean that's authentic so i feel Wouldn't like
2: it be great if she gets engaged at this point or in the show and then goes back and just goes back
1: to her normal job you know i know someone else that actually had a career and they went back to their normal job who he flies airplanes or something like that
2: oh that's right yeah you're right <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, no, I I hope they I hope they don't mess with her. I feel like a lot of the recent leads have not not come out clean, and I uh, hope that's yeah. not the case for her. So I think tasha's the only one, really. Maybe Peter. Maybe should that's have been on why there.
2: they chose her because they knew she'd be normal.
1: A, yeah. a pilot and a teacher—that's
2: a good mix, right there. I kind of like. Yeah, that. yeah, like just normal people. Huh. Well, there you right. have it. But by the way, I'm saying she's normal. She's like, looks like a glamazon model, runway
1: model. You mean she's just not crazy and just like up for, I don't know. She she doesn't think seem like she's going to feed into the bullshit, really. Like she's there for yeah. her. This is her moment. Um, she's not.
2: Because she's like, I got to go back to work. So let's wrap this up. Let me find somebody. So Yeah, I can they had a ba- film in
0: the summer, right? So she could go yeah. back for, for the school for fall semester.
2: Which I like, I, that's what I'm saying. I salute her because her priorities are right. And she sets great boundaries for herself. So yeah, I've great. got
1: hope. Yeah, 100%. Like when you think about the... Let's talk about all the bachelorettes the probably last five years. I don't know what Becca did, but um, Hannah, I mean, this is no shade to anybody, but Hannah, I don't even know if she had a job. She was a pageant girl, right?
2: Uh, You know what? They never talked about it. I was like, I don't know what she does and I would laugh about it all the time. But you know what's, it's good about this is she's setting the rules where I feel like other leads, it's like, what do you need me to do? Like, I'll jump off a roof, whatever you need. Yeah. I always got that feeling with Ari Lewandek. There was did you remember that season? There was one episode where they were in France and he performed at the Moulin Rouge. And I was like, I just don't know <laughs> yeah. how this happened. Like they must have just pushed him because in retrospect, he's probably like, I look like a fool. I look like a dork.
1: Yeah.
2: But this 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 bachelorette's like, you're gonna make this shit work for me. I'm going back to school. We're gonna film during the summer, and that's it.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's nice to see someone that has um a passion and just believes in something other than all that and i think it's yeah. great i mean i don't think a lot of our last bachelorettes had had anything like that from yeah. my understanding but yeah, i'm excited for this yeah i love
2: that you guys were on these shows and i know
1: more than you do i didn't watch the show until i was on it
2: i know i can't believe that
0: yeah, yeah. I, I you wow. know what it's just been hit or miss there's some seasons i was like fully into and then some i just not at all so
2: okay can i just ask you one last question i swear to god it's the last one i swear
0: <laughs> yeah of course
2: all the former bachelorette leads, is there one where you're like, Okay, if I were a contestant on that season, like for me, for you, I feel like you're like an Emily Maynard kind of guy.
0: I would have gone you think so? Yes. You know, you know who my biggest crush was from any previous season? Not not she wasn't a bachelorette, but just the biggest crush was the first season I ever watched. Jake Pavelka, okay. Tenley. I was heartbroken when he didn't pick Tenley. Um, that's a, she's so happy now yeah
2: she mm. landed where she was supposed to land no
0: yeah that's true
2: yeah it all so down. from what I get from that you like girls that are just super super sweet
0: yeah I've always said that that's one of the biggest qualities yeah. you have that I can live with a lot of other things well we're still on the search we're still on the hunt. I think uh, Dusty's on to something and I'll keep you updated Kate when I find mine so thanks so much for coming on you got always, it always a pleasure
2: thanks guys
0: Bachelors in the City is hosted by me, Peter Weber.
1: And me, Dustin Kendrick. This podcast is produced by Red Rock Music and powered by ACAST.
0: Our producer is Red Yokum and our associate producer is Emma Martins.
1: Be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast. Send your voice memos to BTC at redrockmusic.com. That's BTC at REDD RockMusic.com for your chance to be featured on the show.
0: And of course, follow us on Instagram at Bachelors in the City Podcast.
1: See you next week. Thanks for listening and sign up for our membership program to become a honorary third roommate. Join now for $3 per month and enjoy
0: the episodes ad-free. Click the link in the episode description so you can move in.